have we got a show for you tonight as we enter the final week of the regular season. And as always, you are absolutely immersed into the Chaos Cast, hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting, as we stiff-arm your trash fantasy football team, your only place for Chaos Fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham, John Spears, and Luke Kreger. In this episode, Levi breaks out the crystal ball and analyzes each team's chance to make it into the playoffs. We break down critical Week 14 matchups with huge playoff implications and make our picks. And then the CFL Alliance drama gets thick as Black Sunday makes the decisions about where he'll be taking his talents. Let's get into it. All right, fantasy nerds, we are entering the final week of the regular season, but before we get into our picks, we're going to take a quick look uh, back at last week, week 13, and we're going to start with fail, uh, Farewell to Hope, who is now 9-4, and four, who took on the Cleveland Steamers, uh, sitting at 5-8. and eight. This, uh, this was the game of the week. Uh, it really was. I mean, it, it came down to overtime on Monday night where John got just enough from Travis Etienne. I believe a 17-yard pass uh, was the death nail for Rob there. Uh, but it was a valiant effort by Rob and Jake Browning in particular. Um, and he had a chance to pull this one out in the end, but but John gets the dub despite, despite Josh Allen digs Madison out on buys. Uh, Rob must be scratching his head as well as Eckler is on the struggle bus of late with only seven points, and he hasn't cracked 20 in the past three weeks. Levi, do you have any encouraging words for Rob here? I mean, you got to be impressed with his quarterbacks here. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jake Browning. Yeah, like, was Where did that come insane. from? <laughs> he was very good. Like, <laughs> like I, I couldn't believe it. Like, he, like they, they set him up to succeed. You know, all these dumps offs to Mixon and – Jamal Chase. Chase, like they just made it worthwhile for him. I, uh, you know, I, I texted in the text line in the fourth quarter. I thought Rob had got it when Jake Browning had that like thirty yard scamper, <laughs> yeah. but uh, they couldn't turn it into a touchdown. They just got the field goal, and then Jags came down and and overtime won the uh, the coin toss, and it was over basically. So like, I. I uh, Travis Etienne was kind of the wonder, like we were wondering if he, how much he was going to play going into the week, and he ended up being the, like one of the more important players in the matchup. It, I mean, this is the most exciting uh, match I've seen that I have no stake in. All I think all season, or maybe in the top three for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that sucks with the Steamers. I mean, you're glad to see all the points. Um, Eckler, I don't know what's going on with him. They uh, they did play New England. I, that was like a zero to six game. I would hope they do better uh, next week. I think they got Denver. Not sure. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta see you know the bright side. The quarterbacks did good, and if you can keep that going and make the playoffs, you might be able to make a run. Yeah, this is probably the most exciting matchup, and I was asleep for it. So uh, the way what I did was when I woke up, I saw I had fifty nine text messages from the from the text line. So I immediately I just went to the game on Yahoo Sports, checked the stats. I wasn't sure 
how it played out. I was like, man, I feel like ETN did well. And I was like, man, Jake Browning killed it. So then I went to the text line. I did not go to the fantasy cast. And that's how I relived the whole game. The up and down and seeing how close it was and go to overtime. And so I'm pretty – I didn't really need the win. But, you know, Rob was talking smack, so it was kind of good to beat him. And I think he called like a point one win for himself, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And, I mean, yeah. give I mean, credit you, there. You didn't need the win, but it did lock you up for the bye. So, like, I, it's good you don't have to worry yeah. about anything this no, week. No, absolutely. But, in, I'm, you know, and then I think you asked how many 10 wins have there been in the – and now I'm kind of playing for that. Yeah, like, there might be – might have two 10-win right. uh, teams this year. So, definitely a heartbreaker for Rob. Like, that would suck, you know, especially go all the way down to the wire. I, I'd feel for him on that end, but, you know, tough break. But, you know, Jake Browning. You know, looks like he's got found his quarterback week 13. Yeah, I mean, you're playing Andy next week. They're, you know, not very good against quarterbacks. So, like, he's going to be – he's going to have some good performances for quarterbacks this week too. Well, I certainly hope so with uh, Jamar Chase going to be in my raw in my lineup. So uh, and Joe Mixon for me. Yeah, there you go. So uh, I didn't I didn't mention the final score. It was two thirty three point two eight to two thirty one point two. So just a two point margin. And uh, now the series is is tied head to head four to four with Rob owning a one ninety one ninety seven to one ninety two average victory. Um, so there we go. Great game, good matchup, and uh, you know Rob. Gets unlucky again. But uh, we'll move on. We've got uh, the next matchup to look at is Slop Nasty, who is uh, making a run for the playoffs now at 5-8. and eight, uh, Took on the Houdinis, who uh, are now 6-7 and seven and maybe reeling a bit. And I predicted this would be the whooping of the week. And don't make no mistake, this was a whooping. It was not the whooping of the week, but it was a 108-point beatdown. 276 to 168. Um, however, um, I did not take notes on this game. I thought I did, and so I'm kind of stuck here. Let me see. Sorry. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, so here we go. Jeff took Derek behind the proverbial woodshed, violently yanked off his belt, and proceeded to lambaste Derek multiple times over and over and without mercy. <laughs> uh, John, how do you think Derek is taking this now? And now that his playoff hopes are basically dashed, knowing he has to play me in week 14. I'm pretty sure he's not too concerned about playing you, if I had to guess. Um, yeah, this is a, a bad time to take a bad beating. You know, Derek kind of, I think he just needed one win to get in. Uh, now he's having to, you know, set his lineup again and hopefully uh, for better luck this week. It was tough. You know, Tariq Hill, like, is that guy just going to stop? Just have a normal game. Just a normal game. He's getting 2,000 yards. Yeah. He might have 8,000. I mean, God. <laughs> 8,000 yards. And then Kyron Williams, the uh, pickup of the year. Is that – I know Puka had his run. Was, uh, yeah, I, I don't – it would be hard to say. It's probably between Puka like and – 1A and 1B, H-N, I guess. So, Williams. And, and he stuck with him. He kept him and he came back and he's he's getting everything that he wanted from him. Uh, Jeff's team is absolutely rolling. Yeah, I would throw in C.J. Stroud in there as well. That, that too. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's uh, it's really comes down to the quarterbacks here. Like, uh, I think that more, bigger loss for Derek is Trevor Lawrence going down with ankle injury. Yep. He's probably not playing this week. I, don't, I haven't heard He's in any, his lineup right he's now. In the lineup, he's got point, projected points. 
but uh, you know it's going to be game town decision for sure. Uh, and then Justin Herbert's been nowhere, like nowhere to be seen past two weeks. Uh, so I. Uh, I'd be a little concerned for this week, even, even though he's playing Brad after a big week. I'd like Brad, uh, you know, like you, you, you've been up and down. Like, can he can keep the consistency? But, like, yeah, you may not have to keep the consistency if, if Derek's going to score, like, not get much from his quarterbacks. So, I mean, but even if Derek had a good week, I, it would be tough to beat Jeff because he, he started out the week with DK Metcalf with 57 points. <laughs> like, it, and and Pollard with twenty five. He was in the hole eighty before the week even started. Yeah. Tough. Um, so this is the tough break. I mean, the most dangerous team right now. I would I would say we're you know the hottest team right now in slot nasty. You know, no question. No question. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, Brad has a question. I'll remember that when it comes to my turn to look at my matchup. But that, that, I agree. He is, he is definitely one of the hottest he, teams. He's been doing it for three weeks now, I think. Not just one. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Fair enough. All right. And uh, so Derek now owns a 6-3 and three all-time record against Jeff and uh, outscores him 214 to 197. Uh, so there's that. All right. Next matchup, we'll take a look at the Scoops Troop. Uh, taking on the Purple Bleeders, and the Bleeders get out of here with the victory, 234 to 209, 25-point margin there. Uh, and he gets out of this one with the win despite having Josh Jacobs and Hawkinson on buys. Uh, however, Lance does pull Evan Ingram off the bench to get him 31 points, which was by far his highest output of the year. Just, I mean, I, does it, it, the timing couldn't have been any better for just, Lance there. Like, if you are playing against Jason and you have Evan Ingram, you just play him. Yeah. No. You, have, you, have, you have Travis Kelsey, you bench him for Evan Ingram. Fantasy football scripted. <laughs> you know, like that's just the storyline. You had you had a similar play with uh, Sam Howell. He came in off the bench for you and had 40, 41 points, something yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> but so that happens for Lance. And uh, meanwhile, Brock Purdy and Nico Collins do the rest to take Jason down. Uh, and Jason, who also had Devontae Ad- Adams out on a bye. But the trio of Godwin, Cup, and Judy combined for just 43 total points. And just like I predicted, Lance comes out on top. Levi, even though Jason has a winning record, do you think he deserves to be in the playoffs? I mean, he's got a winning record, unlike any everyone below him. So I, I <laughs> like I, I, I kind of think this was a low stakes game. I don't I don't know if either team took it super seriously. They I think they were just probably worried about not getting any more injuries because like uh, they're not. It's gonna it. it decide who was the three seed who was the four seed uh john um although if john had lost maybe they had a chance but this kind of just locks up those positions they're not gonna be playing each other in the first round uh uh they both cracked 200 you want to get that 230 mark just you know keep that consistency at lance is getting uh Justin jefferson back this week yeah so I, I think he wants to maybe get that momentum going so but I, I don't think there were many stakes in this game. Uh, a little disappointing from the Cowboys, uh, you know, getting a negative two. It's kind of similar to uh, with Jeff and and Derek. They, he didn't get off on the right foot. He's kind of the opposite, actually. He didn't get off the right foot like uh, Jeff did, and he, and he was playing from behind the whole time. 
so so you're not concerned about Jeff's receivers? I'm sorry, Jace's receivers? No, I mean like you're not concerned about Goblin Cup. He's he hasn't had he hasn't been had to rely on him all year, and he's still been winning. Like he, as long as Hurts and and Stroud and the defense are doing what they're supposed to, he's gonna have a chance. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you, and you look at Cup, he ended up getting twenty. So I mean, actually got exactly what he's projected. So it's better than what he's been doing in the past. So maybe he is on the rise. I mean, Jerry Judy, yeah, he's not that exciting. Chris Godwin, but he has Devontae Adams on the bench and uh, Rashid Shahid. Dude, is he hurt? I believe he was questionable this week. I think he's questionable this week. And he's got Odell Beckham. His receivers are fine. This was kind of a bye week for both of them, really. I mean, yeah. No no harm, no foul. It was kind of an average. This is a typical win here from uh, Lance, you know, 230 to 200. Yeah. We're in a week full of whoopings. I'd be willing to bet that both of them were were eyeing the – the Farewell to Hope versus Cleveland Steamers match more than their match. Yeah, maybe. That's that's probably accurate. Yeah. I think, you know, both teams are in a good position. You know, they're in the playoffs. I don't think either one really losing sleep over this. All right. Uh, Lance now owns a 7-2 and two all-time record against Jason, uh, averaging a 214 to 186 score. All right. Uh, so that is that. We'll move on to a big-time showdown featuring Black Sunday sitting now at 5-8, and eight, who took on the Intoxicated All-Stars, who are also now 5-8. and eight. And uh, look, guys, my receivers combined for 137 points. My tight end drops 45. My quarterback lights it up with 44. My RBs combined for 83 points, which all adds up to a mighty 300 bomb 321.88 to be exact, which is the third highest score of all time, uh, only behind my number one score of 330 and Joey's 328. However, Joey does put up good numbers that would beat most teams on most weeks, so nothing to be ashamed of here. Uh, and he's still in the playoff hunt, which is really all that matters. But, John, just how impressed were you with this amazing explosion from Black Sunday? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, not at all. Oh, you're just at 321? I mean, how many times have you done that? I've never done it. Okay. 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 And I guess you'll, you'll be the first to know when I do. The most, the, the thing here that stands out to me is not the score. It's that Joey picks up Joey, Joe Flacco and he gets 20 points out. A, a Joey move. Yeah. Like that is next level, five headed thinking. Like, For that, he should have doubled Joe Flacco's points. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And he didn't deserve to be whooped for doing that. You know, he got Derrick Henry. You know, he he has to love seeing that. Like, is is the Yeti, has he arrived? You know, is it just in time? I mean, Debo had 61. It sucks that (laughs) you blew up on him because he had a pretty good week. But an impressive win nonetheless for Black Sunday. Yeah, I mean, like, you got, like, well done, Brad. Hang another banner, uh, 300. <laughs> you know, do, do what you need to do. Like, yeah, 321 pr- impressive. I, I think also it's impressive. Like, we were saying that Joey was, was had no chance, like, in this game. And, like, we didn't think you were going to score 300 point, points. We, we were right. more going to think that Joey was going to crack 200. Right, well, that's with, true. With Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley on by. Uh, you know, he had to start Joe Flacco. 
And he got zero out of McLaurin. He got zero out of McLaurin. <laughs> he scored two thirty-seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sucks because like if if Joey had won this, he would have had inside track at playoffs. Right. Like he, you know, he could have potentially lost this week and still be in, uh, depending on how. And now, now he has to win and and hope other things happen. At least yeah. he scored a bunch of points. But yeah, he like he going into this week, he's thirty-nine out of Derrick Henry. But like, just he just ran to a buzzsaw this week. You know, can't Geno Smith will just end end people's week one way or the other. Yeah. Well, no, and and I really hate to do it to Joe. I love Joe to death, and uh, he's a big time fantasy football um, brain. And uh, I'm now seven and two against him all time, which is odd, uh, especially considering he's one of the top all time leaders in points. Um, I'm averaging a two thirty five to one ninety score. It's just odd there. Uh, love you, Joe, man. Moving on, we've got the whooping of the week, which will be the next segment. Stay tuned. Ladies and gents, the time you've all been waiting for with our final matchup between Levi Basham and Amanda Shelley. Sorry, Amanda, but you got whooped. Woo! 277 to 114? Woo! 114. So look, look, look. Levi, Levi's team performed well, very well, in fact. Uh, and I think I looked it up, Levi. You're averaging like 243 a week. So, um, you know... <laughs> Pretty impressive on a weekly average there. Uh, and nothing should be taken away from that at all. However, and I think Levi alluded to this off the pod, is that this is more about how bad Amanda's performance was. I mean, look, zero from her defense. D- uh, Tank Dell goes down with an injury and gets zero. D- Ernest Johnson, 2.8. Drake London, 2.6. Josh Downs, 5.8. That's a grand total of 11 points from half of a roster. You can't win that way. I mean, you can't even compete like that and so you know hey it's it is what it is uh another big win for levi's now 10 and 4 um however amanda's still in it as all the teams are now currently uh going into the final week at five and eight uh but john how do you think this humiliating beatdown puts the shaky baby leg alliance on shaky ground well i heard there was some rumblings after we had that tournament uh We had the. um, You had what? We had the not the alliance tournament. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, not familiar with that. Me and Derek won it, and I heard that it caused some problems, and that's not what our intent was. What did y'all win? I haven't really talked to Derek about it, but uh, apparently this and it bled over into another alliance's matchup, and uh, I hate to see it. You know, we just wanted to kind of settle the score, which we did. I don't, uh, uh, there haven't been any so cracks or anything. I think the line's as strong as ever. Not sure why hmm. Levi thought take her to the woodshed, as as Brad said earlier. Um, it was unnecessary, to be honest with y'all, you. Y'all say that every time. Like I've I've whooped her three times. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, starting to know why it's abuse so shaky. <laughs> the sh- why it's so shaky? But, uh, it's an uh, abusive relationship. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Alliance as strong as ever. Nothing can break that. Right. I know. I just. I'm just saying. There was rumblings that after the tournament loss, there was some issues. So like, you know, I, I've heard people thinking that I should have benched my players. Like they would have done that in their alliance and do some kind of like colluding or something. Uh, no, I. I just set up my lineup and said what happened. I. It's unfortunate. That's what happened to Amanda. I, I feel bad. 
Uh, you know, she got some injuries. I, I, I don't. I didn't want that. I think her yeah, Tank Dell went down for the season, so I think that's more that's important. Brutal. Yeah, it it just sucks for Amanda. I you know I didn't want it to see it this way, but you know I I got tenth win. This is a ten win season for it. So you got play. what you wanted out of it. Uh, I <laughs> I locked up the golden paddle. That's going to be mine this year. Nice sir. So you know a lot of accomplishments that have been done for the shaky uh, bay the awkward shaky baby alliance. In just us playing each other. What did she so, do? We won. We, we won those awards. So, okay. all right. congrats to us. Congrats to you all. I mean, um, and Amanda Amanda takes the third biggest whooping of all time, 163 points. It's another Ooh, man. Another accomplishment. <laughs> Levi's going to be like... breaking in the awards on the, uh, the banquet this year, looks like. Uh, and Levi now moves to five and four head to head all time versus Amanda with a two hundred nine to one seventy three average score. Yeah, she still got a chance to playoffs, so like it's not it's not a you know, season ending loss. So, and, and we were talking about sorry, we were talking about pickups of the year. Tank Dell may be in that. Del, yeah, he's in that yeah, category he, as well. He's definitely. We may need to talk about that at the end of the year I podcast so. about what good pickups people make. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, yeah, I just. I don't like my lowest scoring was Keenan Allen and Jalen Warren with the twelve and sixteen. So like it's, uh, and I just had like, too many players in thirties and forties. Yeah, that's terrible. Too that many. must have been awful. Yeah. It's rough. All right, all right. Well, we'll move on to the next segment. Stay tuned. All right, fantasy nerds, it is time to take a look at Week Fourteen, the final week of the regular season. Lots at stake here in at least four of these matchups. And uh, so we're going to start with the matchup that uh, really doesn't have anything at stake. In fact, uh, regardless of the outcome, uh, both of these teams will be in the playoffs in their current uh, with their current seating. And that's going to be the Scoops Troop sitting at seven and six, taking on the nine and four Farewell to Hope. Uh, John is four and three all time versus Jason, averaging a 198-172 score. Coming in a matchup, uh, Jason uh, lost last week, so he's got a one-game losing streak. John has won two in a row, uh, and so in this one, you know John's been near the top of the standings all year long, and I don't see that changing. Uh, he gets Josh Allen, Diggs, and Madison back from buys. Uh, meanwhile, half of Jason's team is near retirement. And uh, his shot, hot shot tight ends on a bye. So give me John, and it won't be close. Yeah, this is a game. It doesn't matter. Uh, Jason didn't come in second to get a bye, but this is kind of a bye week, you know, to get you know his players healthy and to get Trey McBride ne- Trey McBride back next week. So it doesn't really matter. Um, I'm gonna I'm shooting for a ten win season, so I'm just gonna take myself here, where the points don't matter. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with John. Um, I think I like his matchups a little bit more. I, I, I don't. I think it'll be close. Um, like uh, I think I think the Cowboys are gonna beat Philly, but you know maybe some. I don't know if there's gonna be a lot of points in that game or not. Uh, I think maybe people are thinking of it will be, but I don't. I don't know. I think that's gonna be a weird game as well as the Buffalo Kansas City game. But uh, I just think, uh, you know, John has the correct matchups uh, 
to win this week, even though it doesn't really matter. I, I think both teams are just going to hope not to get any injuries and exactly. be ready for the playoffs. Exactly. And yep. I will take John as well. Just looking down the lineup, everything but defense, I think uh, it goes in John's favor. So give me that one. In a blowout. In a blowout. Uh, Luke has his pick down. All right, there we go. So we got that matchup out of the way. Now we are going to dig into – the impactful games that are going to have implications on the playoffs and seeding. And we're going to start with the intoxicated all-stars taking on the purple bleeders. Uh, the bleeders are sitting in third place at eight and five. And Lance has a four and three uh, all-time record versus Joe. And they've had some close matchups. And this one looks to be the same on paper. Uh, all-time matchup or all-time score is 191 to 189. Uh, although, you know, Joey is hobbling in here with on a four-game losing streak. Uh, and on the other side, Lance has a two-game win streak going. Bottom line for me and, and the way I'm looking at this is I need Lance to win. I need Joey to lose. And so I, I can't go against that. I'm picking, uh, I'm picking Lance. Uh, but I do think it's going to be a close one. I'm nervous. Yeah, I... Uh... I, I got to go with Joey here, even though uh, Lance gets uh, Justin Jefferson back. But, like, Joey's uh, – most of his wins have been from, like, winning record teams. I think he his team gets up for big games. Uh, Derrick Henry's starting to come along. Um, like, also, Derrick Henry and Debo, like, they could, you know, just put the put Lance out this week. Uh, we've been waiting for a big game from Lamar. I think that happens this week um, off the bye. So uh, give me Joe. Yeah, I'm going to take Joe here as well. Um, you know, with Lance losing, Ramondre Stevenson and Isaiah Pacheco's out, you know, Brown's on a bye. Uh, getting back Justin Jefferson, like how does that look, you know, with – um, T.J. Hawkinson and Jordan Addison and who's the quarterback? Um, Josh, 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 Josh. Josh Wadot. Like, how? Did, there's no doubt that I think you know Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in the league. But under the circumstances, is his leg fully healed? Is he going to be ready? Yeah. Um, does it throw things off? But Joey does have Jordan Addison, who's been filling in in the absence of Justin Jefferson. Does he benefit more than Justin Jefferson here? Um, we'll see because you know they're going to be targeting Justin Jefferson, the defenses. So I'm going to say Joe. Uh, I think it'll be this is probably the closest matchup. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Lance. I think uh, Joey has uh, advantages in running backs and quarterback, and um, but Lance has advantages in tight ends and wide receivers. So I think it's going to be a really close one, but I'm going to take Lance because Justin Jefferson. Yeah. We're all saying it's going to be close. Watch, this will be the whooping of the week. Who knows? But uh, so uh, um, Jeff does own a 4 and 2 record all time against uh, Amanda, averaging a 184 181 score. Also, another sco- uh, close one. Uh, and also, you know, look, Jeff comes into this matchup uh, winning three in a row. I moved on to another matchup then. Yeah. Gosh bless. <laughs> well, it's fine. You we were doing it. Rewind. All right. We were doing it anyway. We got the transition. All right. We're going to move on. We've got Slop Nasty taking on a, a Victoria's Secret. 
Uh, both teams are five and eight. Both teams are desperate for a win, have to win to make the playoffs. And even then, it doesn't guarantee uh, a, a slot in the playoffs. Uh, and as I mentioned, Jeff comes into the matchup with a three-game win streak, probably the hottest team in the league. Uh, on the other hand, um, we have a two-game losing streak for Amanda. Uh, but it all comes down to this. I mean, for me, my only angle in this game, much like the other matchup, is I need Jeff to lose, I believe. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think I need Jeff to lose. Uh, so I've got to pick Amanda based on necessity. Yeah, uh it's, it seems like these two teams go in different directions, potentially. Like, one team's been cold, one's been super hot. Um, for me, like, I think it's going to be a little closer than people think. Uh, you know, Jeff's been, I think, not he's not going to have the best, you know, weeks. Best uh, players blow up every week. I think... Jeff might hit a little bit of a cold streak, you know, cold hit here, and and if Amanda can capitalize on it, she can put him out of the league. Uh, so, give me Amanda. I think she's got the guys to do it and the matchups. Uh, but if Tyreek Hill goes off like he has been, uh, it's gonna be tough for her. Yeah, I'm going the opposite direction there. Uh, I think just as players in general, they're just. They're just hot, and on their teams, they're hot. And I don't see it slowing down. Uh, he's got some cues on his in his lineup. You know, is you know, he, I'm sure most of them are going to play. Like Noah Brown, I think is the only one I'd be maybe a little nervous about. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I think Jeff. It's it's going to take a Herculean effort for her to take him down, and I don't know if her team has it. All right, Luke. Uh... I'm going to take Jeff here. I think uh, his players just have so much boom capability, and he's been so hot lately, and Amanda's not. So I'm going to take Jeff. All right. So we are split on that matchup, uh, which moves us on to another uh, big matchup, this one for Rob, as he takes on the It's What Plants Crave, who's sitting up top at 10-3. and three. Uh, Rob, meanwhile, is on a three-game skid, needs to pull out of it and get a victory here. Um, he is, uh, Rob, that is, is five, uh, three and five all-time against Levi. So Levi has an upper hand in, uh, in that. And, uh, you know, for me, it's I, – I hate to pick against my alliance mate, but, um, you know, when it comes down to it, I want to get into the playoffs. And uh, I think it gives me the better chance if, uh, if Rob goes down. And uh, he'll live, he'll live to, to see better days. But, uh, so, yeah, give me Levi. Yeah, I think that – I think Rob winning for is bad, really bad for you, Brad. Mm -hmm. um, if uh, we get – we'll get into that later. But uh, I'm going to take myself. I'm rooting for Rob, though. I don't really have much at stake. Uh, and Rob winning kind of causes chaos. Um but I'll take myself. I, I will. I will have. <laughs> please, Rob, don't start Kyle Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'll have a chance if you do that. Just to help it help you out. I, I yeah. I have a lot of dogs, but that are just could blow up. Um, like I don't know if I'm gonna get a lot out of um, Holmes and Kelsey this week. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Although they are at home. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to win by a little bit. 
Okay, but you're, <laughs> but you're rooting. But I'm rooting for Rob. Yeah. Uh, who did I take, Brad? You took me. Okay. This might be the first ever on-air switcheroonie. <laughs> Tua Tugabaluga, dog. <laughs> A.J. Brown, dog. Keenan Allen, dog. Travis Kelsey, dog. Pat Mahomes, dog. Rupert P. Tinsley, dog. <laughs> Give me the steamers and the chaos. Oh. Come uh, Picking Rob. Yeah. We'll hey, see. I like it. Luke, uh, I don't know say? if you believe that genuinely, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to take uh, Levi here. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Rob's kind of got some, like, Austin Eckler. He can be good or, I mean, he's been kind of cold recently. Jerome Ford's kind of batter mid. I mean, like, Khalil, Khalil Shakir, Kyle Pitts. Uh, Levi and a stomper. A stomper. Rob's team mid, bro. But you're going to win this week. Oh, Rob, Rob, will, Rob will put Jake, up a fight. Like Jake he, Browning isn't mid. He's not mid. Hey. He's a dog. He. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, those are all of Levi's players that I've named. You sure did. Yeah. Yeah. On purpose. All right. So... <laughs> There we go. We've got that matchup out of the way. We are going to look at one final matchup, and that is going to be Black Sunday 5-8 and eight, taking on the Houdinis, the defending champion, sitting at 6-7. and seven. Both teams needing a victory. Critical matchup the entire season comes down to this. Uh, you know, and I'm 6-1 and one all time against Derek. Simply put, I don't lose to Derek. And my team is healthy. And my team is coming off an historic 300 bomb, a nuclear bomb. So give me the win. Put me in the playoffs and watch for the swinging two-by-four that's coming for all y'alls. Me in a rout. Big-time whooping. This is going to be the whooping of the week. Uh, John, I'm curious about your pick in this matchup. Uh, you know, And if you agree that when I whoop Derek, that if he should be required – to fashion a hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, figure like he did Freddy Krueger, uh, and he's done some others, right, with 3D printing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and that, should he do that and then present it to me as an offering, uh, as a token of his submission to Black Sunday during the awards banquet? I'll say Don't. that I agree. All right. If you whoop him. All right. But if he whoops you, what's on the table? Well, we'll just have to figure that out. I don't know. I don't think it's I'm all happen. for that. Yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see if we'll get that settled before the game start on Sunday. Yeah. I think there could be something. I'm not sure what it is. All right. If he whoops me, you come up with something, and I'll do it. I think he should come up with something. Okay. He, he I mean, come I'm up not, with something. I'm not his... Alliance partner. I mean, thanks for himself. Well, it was your idea. It wasn't my idea. You just said if he wins, he's got to fashion you a Hacksaw Jim Duggan character. I was like, well, that's only fair if, I mean, it seems fair unless you just want to one-sided, and that's fine too. But he should get something if he whoops you. Is this based on if a whooping occurs? Correct. Only a whooping? Correct. If you win by two, he doesn't? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I think he would. I, mean, I can't speak for him, but I feel like he would agree to that. We'll see. He'll, he'll listen to the podcast and then yeah. you know, ask him. Uh, 
So who are you taking, John? Uh, I might break history twice in one show. <laughs> Whereas uh, I think I'm going to stick with this pick, though. Uh, I think I'm taking Brad here. Um, you know, he's got Dalton Schultz, who's out. Jonathan Taylor's out. Uh, Robinson's on a bye. Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah, that's bad he's timing. Uh, he does have McCaffrey, though. And Zach oh, Moss okay. has been pretty decent. Uh, Brad's team, God, there's guys that can just explode. His, his team's good, uh, especially Devon Achan. If he goes off, goes nuts, that's that's bad. That's just, it's going to be a tough matchup for Derek, I think. So I'm that's, I'm only leaning Brad because of, it's just tough players. Um, I would assume like this is a, how Derek's lineup's going to look going in, uh, whether Trevor Lawrence is playing or not. If he's playing, then I. Uh, I think uh, that could be really good. I, 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 it's going to be tough for him. I, that being said, I, I think this happens with the NFL every week. Everyone blows up. You think they're going to blow up for the rest of the, their career. <laughs> um, and I think Brad's team's going to come back down to earth a bit. Uh, and I, I'll, I'll take Derek. I think I think McCaffrey's going to have one of his like big – weeks he always like the the Niners always beat Seattle or it's like a you know a, a huge over I mean he's just gonna have a normal week and explode <laughs> well like a huge week is in like instead of 35 like last week like 35 yeah. is kind of like it's, right it'll be yeah. like 50 or 60 I think. He, I think he's gonna need that and he's gonna need Jake Browning to be a normal yeah backup quarterback I, I don't I so think Chase doesn't I think Derek's gonna score more I think these teams are gonna you know get back towards the mean both because Derek had one sixty-eight versus the three twenty-one, uh, I think they're gonna. Brad's gonna regress a little bit. Derek's gonna proceed based on who he picks up. I think he's gonna get a, a tight end that has a good matchup this week to, and potentially get a, t- a touchdown. So, give me Derek. I think. Um, I think he's gonna pull it out. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna take Black Sunday, and I'm. If if Derek didn't have Christian McCaffrey, I might say it would be the whooping of the week. But since he does, I, I'm just going to take Black Sunday and a normal win. How many whoopings of the week are happening this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least three. At least three. <laughs> well, here, here's my bold prediction. Um, Justin Fields is going to go off for 50 against Detroit. Um, that's my bold prediction. And did I mention I'm 6-1 and one against Derek all time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think to be and to be fair, what kind of led me to my decision is that I think that I would bet on Justin Fields having fifty. Like I think he may, this may be his week. Yeah, I think I think he's having a good week. Yeah, I think think there's going to be points in that Bears Lions game. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this this may be come from some bias, but I think the Bears are going to beat the Lions pretty sad. They could. They very easily could on Sunday, but. That maybe you're not gonna get the Lions points, <laughs> right? Well, he's got Dave Montgomery and Laporta and Laporta. I I think the Lions. Oh, you won. think that Detroit won? I don't think Detroit will put. Oh, up I much. see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. thinking it'll be a pretty it'll be a fun game. It and might, I think Phil is gonna like have. Last time where Bears are winning three and a half quarters and then they lose the game. Yeah. But <laughs> I I think that the Bears have the Lions number. They just like kind of fumbled or at the last game. Right. Yeah. All right, hey Rob, 
uh, we got to get Derek to get ready to fashion us that Hacksaw Jim Duggan figurine. That's going to be awesome. And, and maybe one of these years we can get him to maybe put a, a Hacksaw like statue in his front yard or something. I think that would be really cool. Uh, but anyway, look, guys, this is this is awesome. We're down to the final week of the season. We've got big-time matchups coming up. We had a crappy Thursday night game. I think we all agree with that. Uh, but we've got some big-time uh, games coming up on Sunday. Everything is at stake. Everything's on the line. And everybody has a chance to make the playoffs going into the final week. What more could you ask? Uh, this is going to be fun. Uh, let's stay locked in. Let's, let's, let's get on the text line on Sunday, and let's talk it up and, and make it a big deal. Moving on. All right, everybody. Uh, let's get into what potential playoff scenarios are going to happen or what uh, everybody needs to happen for this week. Yeah, uh, Everybody that still needs to get into the playoffs uh, most likely has someone that they need to root for outside of their game, and I'll, I'm going to try and help that for everybody. Uh, so just to begin with, uh, me, John, Lance, Jason, locked in the playoffs – uh, we can't move up or down in seating based on tiebreakers. Uh, so that's just what it like. I'm I'm the number one seed. John's two. Lance is three. Jason's four. Uh, and nobody can change anything about that. So like, uh, they they have kind of like an outsider. Like they can enjoy this week and get ready for the playoffs. Uh, so. With our first uh, team that's in the fifth spot right currently is the Houdinis. Uh, they have 2,761 points. Uh, they are playing against Black Sunday this week. So they, uh, the Houdinis can just clinch. With, they're the only team that can clinch with a win. Like They yeah. just beat Brad. Derek's in. Nobody can change that. They'll, and they'll be locked in the five seed. Yeah. Um, Derek could also get in uh, if he loses. And uh, I think if he loses and Jeff loses, I'm pretty. I don't think there's anybody that can jump him. Uh, uh, he kind of becomes it. Uh, there's like a big tiebreaker with him. He would have the most points, most likely. Uh, Jeff has 80 more points than him, so if Jeff gets knocked out, he becomes that like tiebreaker that just jumps above everybody, and he would probably get the five or six seed. Okay, just real quick, just for clarity, if there's a three-way tie that they're six oh, and yeah. six and eight, it will go by total points and not their so, matchups unless they played each other equally. So just to reiterate what I was explained last week, uh, how the tiebreakers work. Uh, so the main tiebreaker is head to head, and that works when you're tied with one other team, or you're tied with any number of teams, and they've and everyone's played the same amount of games against each other. Right? Against each other, right? And if that isn't the case, then it goes to points. So only one team, if they don't have the same amount, it disregards that head to head. Like if if. One team's played another team twice, and nobody else has played them twice. That kind of just throws that out, and it goes, and it goes to points. Okay. And when that happens, it checks all those for points. The highest point getter is takes that top spot. They're taken out of the tiebreaker entirely, and then they go to tiebreakers for the re- leftover teams. 
and they check head to head there. If there's no head to head, they go to points, and they keep continuing until you have a. Uh, Eliminate everyone. Spots. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, with Derek having so many points, uh, the only person that might be able to catch him uh, in that situation if Jeff loses would be Brad, but he's got to score an extra 105 points. <clears throat> yeah, that's gonna be tough. So that's unlikely. It would have happened this week. Like, like you yeah. scoring 320 puts you in this position. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But uh. And then there's another scenario with Derek that, like, it's probably not likely to happen. If he loses and Jeff wins, but somehow Derek had 82 more points than Jeff, he would probably win the tiebreaker if there was another team involved with the three of them. Okay, yeah. Like, if... if, So so Derek needs points. Yeah. If he loses, he needs to have a lot of points. Yes. He needs to have a lot of points. Jeff has not a lot of points. Right. Uh, It's... uh, He's at a 75... The ESPN thinks he has a 75% chance to win. That's better than anyone else left. Um, So, uh, it's pretty likely that Derek's probably going to be that fifth spot. But... um, so if, we'll Derek, so if Derek loses and Jeff wins and Derek doesn't have uh, a lot of points, there's no other way he can make the playoffs, right? He could. It, if it, if that happens, Jeff would be in that fifth spot, and it would depend on who he's tied with. He's got a lot of good tiebreakers with other people, and he also has points over people. But uh, there are some other people that, like with Brad, if, it, if he's just tied with Brad and, and Jeff, he would be at the bottom. Hmm. And then Jeff and Brad would have the five six spot. Mm. Mm, okay. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> of course. Um obviously. Obviously. <clears throat> so um we'll see how that goes. Uh, Derek just just win. Uh, Derek just needs to win and he's right. in. Next we have Slot Nasty, who uh, uh the rest of the people or less of the rest of the teams they have to win. Right. So yeah. Derek is the only one that can lose and still get in. Yes. Nobody else can lose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody else can lose because of Derek. Because Derek has that extra spot. You hear that, Derek? <laughs> all hold, because of you. Holding them all down. <laughs> but, uh, basically, um, with Jeff and Slop Nasty, Jeff wins, he's in. Like, he, he's got the points to jump anybody. And there's no real tiebreakers to go over him. So all, all he needs to win, and he'll be ahead. <coughs> um, next, um, we have Black Sunday, who can win, uh, clinch with a win, a Jeff win, Joey loss, Rob loss. <coughs> or um, you outscore Derek. In a win, mm-hmm. so um, outscore Derek by one hundred five. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, and there's also the scenario where if you're tied with Derek and Jeff at the end, because of the tiebreaker, uh, Jeff would be have the most points. He would not be considered like once he gets that five spot, he's out of the tiebreaker. Then it's you versus Derek. You've beaten Derek twice. You jumped Derek. Okay. All right. That sounds doable. Yeah. 
Um, so I think that's what you need to root for is uh, winning and not having any of the other people jump in ahead of you. Like, you need uh, Joey to lose, Rob to lose, uh, and then Jeff winning would imply Amanda losing. And then he's yeah. in. Yeah, okay. Then you would be in. That's pretty straightforward. Okay. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, like, uh, like otherwise, if Jeff loses, that means Amanda wins. She has tiebreaker over you. Mm. Um. So I need Jeff to win. Yeah. I picked Amanda. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> so you should, absolutely need Jeff. To win. And I even said during that, I was like, well, I'm not sure if this was the right pick. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, like, uh, and all the people underneath you have tiebreakers, I believe, over you, like. Jeez. No Jim, man, that's Joe, rough. I, I think it, I know Rob and and Amanda have tiebreakers over you. I have to double check with Joey. Okay. Um. So that, that's that's that. You just need to win, and Jeff winning, and you're pretty like then you you're favored to make a playoff. I think. Mm. Um. Next we have Joey, and he can clinch with a win. Uh, and it, and it, uh, he wins. Derek wins, and Amanda wins, and he gets in. Uh, because, uh, because uh, Joey has a tiebreaker over Amanda, so Derek get just claims that five spot, and then he's just head to head against Amanda. And also, if if Rob gets in there, um. He has that. We've already seen that last week, where he was the top of the of the tiebreaker there. That hasn't changed anything. So I believe that when if they're all three of them are tied, Joey would be the top seed there. He get the sixth seed. Like mm-hmm. the last three are all kind of similar to that. Is that they need uh, so like Joey, uh, Rob, Amanda, all need Derek to win to mm-hmm. have a shot. Hmm. Yeah, because it knocks me out. Yeah. And it jump, bumps them above me. Bumps them above you. And uh, they, and, and they need, like, Amanda to win as well. Like, Derek. Yeah, they need the, the to win. The bottom three need Derek and Amanda to win. Uh, Amanda gets in when, if, uh, if Joey and Rob loses. So she wins, Derek wins, Joey and Rob loses, she's in. Even if, even if I win, and Jeff wins, Derek would beat you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who's who's Jeff play? Jeff plays Amanda. Okay. So no, Amanda I, see, I see what you're him. saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. So, uh, she and then Rob's is similar to that, where Rob doesn't need to. Um. What's that other word? Yeah, like Rob. Uh. Yeah, Rob needs Amanda to win. Joey lose. Joey has all that. He he just need he doesn't need to even need to worry about Rob. Right. Okay. He would just jump Rob no matter what. So uh, for Rob, he needs Joey to lose entirely. But those three people absolutely need Derek to win, and Amanda to win. Okay. On top of their wins themselves. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So. Is there still the scenario that everybody could go six and eight? <clears throat> no. no, because uh, they play. Yeah. Because Amanda plays Jeff, and uh, Joey. You play Derek. 
Right. Or no, they, Derek says six. He's six or seven. Six Joey seven. plays. Well, no, Joey plays Lane. Yeah. Yeah. So there could be a scenario where there's, I guess, one person. Well, yeah, one four. team is five and eight. Because then if it's. Five and nine. Five and nine. Yeah. So, like, say Jeff loses at five and nine, and then you beat Derek. Uh, Joey beats uh, Lance. Rob beats me. That would and Amanda beating Jeff. So that's uh, that's now five teams. That would make five teams six and eight. I think only Amanda Amanda can get in with five and nine. No, 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 one, no, no one can get in no with five and nine. Right, right, right. Uh, if that happens. That six Joe uh, and Jeff lost. Yeah, if that happened, Jeff lost, then Derek would get in, and probably you would get in based mm. on points. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, opposite, if the if Amanda lost, then it would probably be Derek and Jeff. Jeff would be the fifth seed. Derek would be the uh, the sixth seed, probably. All right. Hmm. So it's it's definitely interesting. Uh, and is it true? I think the last three weeks there's been a different person in last place. I haven't checked that. I, think, I could believe it. I think Brad, it was Brad. I was, Brad in, last. was in last. Let, mm-hmm. And then Jeff started in last, mm-hmm. and then Brad, mm-hmm. and then I think Amanda. Amanda. I think Amanda was in last. Oh yeah, Amanda point. was. Yeah. So I think it's probably Jeff, Amanda, Brad, Amanda. Right. So I was mm-hmm. like. It's crazy. Like you just gotta win. And yeah. You gotta win. Derek's the only one that can this, if he loses he has an opportunity. Like we, we thought and we were talking about, about this off air, but like we thought last year was super close and this is even closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Like, so, that's great. Yeah. That makes it uh but yeah, like I, unfortunately for you all there is a scenario where Jeff and Brad gets in. <laughs> um <laughs> I know we didn't want that, but mm-hmm. it's a possibility, and it's, it's a good possibility. But like, if you all, if Joey beats uh, Lance and I and or Rob beats, you know me, then that probably won't happen. So right. root for that. Right. It's root for chaos. Yeah, that's what I root for. Just yeah. you know, all kinds of chaos. As a fan of fantasy football. It's I mean, it's interesting. It's gonna be fun. All yeah. right, it's gonna be fun. Uh, yeah. well, that, that'll do for the scenarios. Good luck, everybody. Uh, we'll move on to the mailbag next. All right, guys, we're gonna jump into the last mailbag of the regular season, and I just got word that Doctor Teeth has lost all contact with the podcast. Uh, I'm not sure if his alliance affiliation. That's, that's, that's sad. Uh, I feel like. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? He's banned. He's joined the alliance. He's banned. I don't want to hear his questions because he's full of nonsense. But all right, I'm going to ask a couple little little quick questions just around based around NFL. Uh, which four teams have a star in their logo? Dallas. Uh, one. Y'all can work together. Dallas. Uh, four teams have a star. Patriots. Patriots. Uh, um, Steelers. Nope, those are more sparks. Mm. Uh, yeah, two left. Hmm. Uh, Is it Titans? Uh, yes. Oh, That's, actually, you have do. one more. Yeah. Really? Um, this one might be a little tougher, but it's not going to be tough when you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's 
So yeah, not obvious. Bay. Let's see. It's not Tampa Bay. Uh, not the Bills. Southwest no. team. The West. West. Western South. Southwest. Southwest. Arizona. No. Houston. Yep. That's all I was going to say. There you go. Leave on Neil. All right. All right. Can you name the top two quarterbacks with the highest passing yards? Josh Allen. No, he is seven. What? Um, no. He's six, sorry. Mahomes? Mahomes. Mahomes is eight. Oh. Is it Stroud? Stroud is yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then that's, that's not surprising. That's rookie of the year, I guess. Um, Stroud and who else? Who else has been explosive this year? Is it Tua? He's third. Mm. Uh, so then it Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> no. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, no. No. That was a good guess. It's not Brock Purdy, is it? No. Dak. He, Dak. No. 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 Dak is fifth. Hmm. No, I thought that was. Hmm. I thought that was it. This hmm. man has three thousand four hundred sixty-six yards. Who has that? Like Let's see. eighteen touchdowns and fourteen interceptions. Herbert? Nope. No, Herbert hasn't had a good year. Yeah. Uh, Gino? Nope. Uh, <laughs> He's the number two passing quarterback in the league. Gosh, Sam Howell. I don't freaking know. No. Sam Howell. Is it actually? Is it really? Sam Howell. Oh, is that, I would never guess that. <laughs> That might have been my last guess. One of them. Actually? He's got the most yeah, he's been sacked the most times too. That's amazing. Okay. All right. Samuel Howell. Name this player. He has eight hundred and twenty eight yards rushing. He has fourteen touchdowns. And I don't see his receiving, so I'm just gonna he's had seven plays of seven more or twenty more yard twenty yards or more. It's the most. Colonel Mustard. Kenneth Walker. How many he's rushing tied. yards? He's actually tied with tw- – uh, he has 828 yards. It's not Kenneth Walker. No. It's not Colonel Mustard? David Montgomery. No. He's been injured, though. No, that's true. Is it Mustard? Raheem Mustard. He said it three times. Like, I know, but I, y'all were okay. still kind of – I was going to – let's see if y'all uh, – All right, last one. Go to receiving. Uh, or get the ranking right. All right. Uh, this player has 991 yards receiving on 59 catches. He has 20 plays over 20 plus yards or better. Uh, who is this player with six touchdowns? Stefan Diggs. He's the third. He's third in most plays over 20 yards. Let's see what he is over yards. I think he's What's his position rank in fantasy? No. He is like 10th in total yards. He has 991. 10th in yards? 10th Ice. in yards, but he's third in most plays over 20. Are you sure it's not Chase? six? Nope. Puka? Nope. Puka has more yards. Um, of Tank Dell? Nope. So we were trying to figure Brown? Out. Jefferson. Nope. He's been <laughs> I, know, I, know. Yeah. I was thinking maybe so it's a big it's game. Nico Collins. Nico Collins. Really? He's third most. Know, over, who has the most plays over 40 yards? Which receiver? Tyreek Hill? 
Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. He has nine. Second is six. Oh, my goodness. That's Mike Evans. Mike oh, Evans has Mike the Evans? second most over That's not surprising either. And third is kind of a shocker, too. This guy only has 534 yards and three touchdowns, but he's third with most plays over 40. Who is it? H.M.? Puka? No, it's a receiver. Puka? Is it Puka? No. He has a third of the yards of Tariq Hill, but he only has three less. Cooper Cup? Mm-mm. It's not a tight end, right? It's not a tight end receiver. Um, I don't know. Um, Garrett Wilson. Nope. Rashid Shahid. Gosh. Yeah, he lit me up. Jason's got him. He lit me up one yeah. week. He had like a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah, he's been good long. Man. Yeah, he's a big play guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Those are the questions that I have. Levi? All right. You have a so I have a question from uh, Anonymous. Oh, um, God. So put your name on it. This is uh, this is for Brad. Uh, Brad, if you had to compare yourself to one of the t- characters in Titanic, would you be like Jack or Rose? Would you go down with the sinking ship, freezing to death in icy waters, or would you be the one who crawls on a wooden plank and goes on to join an award-winning alliance and win multiple CFL championships? <laughs> <laughs> That's from, I don't who knows. Uh, well, I, it's, I, it's hard to say it's Jeff because he's terrible at movie references. <laughs> but it'd be weird that he knew that one, so that makes sense that he would know that. I'm going to say it's well, Jeff. It's, it's, very, it's a very popular movie. Well, Everyone's yeah. seen it at least once. So, so, so this is a great segue. Uh, and as you all know, last week I was brazenly approached on the podcast by the Union Brothers. Uh, with an offer to join forces with them. But before I get into that, uh, let me say this. I have thoroughly enjoyed partnering with Rob, creating the Hacksaw Alliance, which was the first alliance in CFL history. All right, there's much that we've been through together. It's been a great ride. And I have great affinity for Robert P. Tinsley. But he's a fantastic commissioner and even better alliance mate. That's the first thing that must be stated here. Okay. And just all due respect to Rob. Now, as I pondered this offer from the Union Brothers, I saw something that I didn't expect. Primarily, I saw Slop Nasty rise from the ashes, from the cellar of the CFL standings to now this week. Having a chance to break into the playoffs. I respect that. You know why? Well, it has a familiar ring to it, doesn't it? Seems that someone attempted a very similar late season run last year and succeeded. Yep, unless you forget, let me remind you, I was left for dead midseason last year. The laughing stock of the CFL Fantasy Football League. But guess what? I did the unthinkable. Some would say the impossible. I reeled off, I don't know, like six games in a row, slid into the playoffs where I belong. So now what do I see? I see a mirror image of myself. 
I see a man dedicated to match my glorious run into the playoffs, and I admire that. I do. I admire that. He tore out a page of Black Sunday's book. He hustled. He grinded. He didn't give up. Now, he didn't give up at all. Instead, he got stronger. He allowed the bullets to bounce off his bulletproof vest, otherwise known as his manly chest. Now, I also see his teammate, the Purple Bleeders, a regular in the playoffs, a fixture at the top of the standings. I mean, he's tied with Derek for most playoff appearances, and he's comfortably in again this year. That's amazing. Now, that's an alliance I could get with. So sexy, resilient, resolute, and confident. Proven winners. Could you imagine Black Sunday joining forces? That would be flat-out unfair. All the wins, the playoff appearances, the playoff runs, the titles. What a show we would put on. But I'm, I'm guessing you're not tuning in to hear me drone on about all that business. That is why it is my honor and my pleasure to officially announce commitment to the commission and to the Hacksaw Alliance. Bring it on, all of y'all, bring it on. Now, now, now I'm excited, all right? I got to settle down because I'm getting really excited. Rob, you're my man. We're, we got this. But Jeff and Lance, I have great respect for you both. Uh, I think you're both fine men with great ability uh, to win at fantasy football, okay? But me and Rob have some unfinished business to attend to. Something bigger. And that is... To continue running this league, making it the greatest fantasy football league in the world, and cementing our future as the greatest alliance that anyone has ever seen. Rob, there's still much to do, brother. Many championships to win. We'll climb that ladder, stepping on all of y'all's on our way up to the top. Ho! Uh, Woo! In other news, water is wet. <laughs> there it is. Yep. There's my answer. I don't think uh, Jeff and Lance will like that answer, to be honest. I don't even know what <laughs> yeah, to do with all going. that. I don't. It's I don't, so much. I don't know. Well, it's just nothing but truth. It's just, I mean, you, you so can't do anything with it other than accept it. So you see Jeff have a, a first-round exit this year. Is that what you're <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. I, maybe. Like, I don't know. That's what he know. sees in like that. <laughs> I don't know where these championships are coming from. <laughs> what? Just figments of their imagination. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. They're just gonna draw them on a piece of paper and then mail them to each other. Yeah. I guess. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like me, me and you, we the bottom last year. Right. Yeah. We were. Yeah, I, I was had a chance. We, yeah, then. we tore the boat last year. We yeah. came back this year with a vengeance and dominated the league, but he sees no respect in either one of us. <laughs> no. He sees it out of a six and eighteen. They got hot two weeks ago. No, guys, guys, you're I mean, getting way ahead of it. I've given you I, all great props all season. I, I yeah, I I've talked know. about you all, all season. 
No disrespect. <laughs> Just greater respect for the Hacksaw brother. And is there anything else that you guys want to whine about before we end this segment? I mean, we all knew this was coming. I mean, no, I forgot. Is this a big shocker? I didn't know there was an announcement. I didn't care that that Jeff (laughs) asked. I mean, he met out in the parking lot. That was anonymous that asked the question. Oh, oh, he has another question. Okay, well, you know what? Whoever they are, let's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you you keep your sources safe. Yeah, I like to keep them. I get it. Okay, you know what? Let's. let's This one's directed towards you, John. Oh crap. So, John, as the uh, – th- these are this person's words. Okay. Uh, John, as the lesser half of the Strong Arm Alliance, how many nights a week do you cry yourself to sleep, and how many of those tears are soft as buttermilk biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> There's only one man that writes a text like that. Uh-huh. Lance? <laughs> no. Buttermilk no. biscuits. That's a Jeffrey Man. Lee Kelly text. 100%. And I've I've said it over I was never strong-armed. I've our it's over. Like we won. Derek's moved on. I've moved on. He hasn't texted me like, "Hey, what are you thinking about this?" None of that. I didn't I don't You know what? I'll give a speech like Brad, you know. Is that is that what you want? Like I'm not doing that. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous what we just listened to. Yeah. Like that's what this came to. Yeah. It's almost like he was prepared to that for that question. <laughs> yeah, almost. 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 Like I wondered did, did Rob know? Lot does, of, does Rob know yet? A lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that. A lot of emotion. I can tell. It took a, it, it was difficult he to write that. He almost tipped the table over. I did. Yeah. Um, a lot of emotion. Now, does Rob know yet? Well, That's like, not for I'll you. I'll answer no. that for you because I kind of understand the hacks all that. I don't think he does. They, they kind of tell each other over the podcast, <laughs> like last time. But yeah, like the higher like brands never they like to direct their news or like their communication through. So we all hear <laughs> right. their, their their moves together. They learn about them in real right. time. We have to learn about them as well. What if? Rob has already moved on. Maybe him and Kyle. Then what? What no, would son. you? I'm asking this as a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. What if Rupert P. Tinsley has moved on? Okay. Well, I. Do you I, think that that is the first time the only people that they reached out to? Do I think that the only people that Jeff and Lance reached out to? I'm just. Uh, we don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, it's anonymous. I understand. Uh, okay, so what would happen if Rob uh, heel turns? Or for, what do you call that? Face turn or whatever? Well, well, I mean, I would perspective. assume that if you, you you're, I, I'm confused with this wrestling <laughs> term, but like, would, wouldn't you have heel turned if you had went to the Union Alliance? Right, but he didn't ask that. He asked, what if Rob left me? <laughs> right. So he heel turned on me. Which could be seen as a face turn, depending on your yeah, perspective. Yeah, where's the audience here? Right. Who, what, who wants to see what? Like, you're you're considering yourself good. <laughs> I'm not. I guess I'm not following your. A logic. heel turn is a good guy going bad. Oh. But if you're a bad guy going good, that's your I face. thought that was, a heel turn was just betrayal. 
But I feel like Rob should I, probably go ahead and drop you now. Anyway, well, well, look, if he does, if he blasphemous, if, if he drops me, then it's on. Then I will treat whoa, him like I treated whoa. him. For, and sit, whoa, what would you say to him? You, say you want me to answer the question answer, or what? Yes. So I will treat him like I did in the early uh, part of the first season that we had when I called him out just about every week. That's what. That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> so there's a chance. So there you go. So there's a chance that your emotional plea does not reach his heart. Yep, I'm sure there is. And will you be heartbroken? There's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> will I be heartbroken? This is not happening. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Rob's not going. Me and Rob, that's exactly what Who's in what abusive relationship? He already knows the answer to the question. <laughs> so. I mean, I think I think that our commitment was just cemented and, and, and solidified. I mean, what else would you call that? It took a week. Yeah. <laughs> it was done on purpose. I wanted yeah. a dramatic, I wanted some drama to I build. Mean, that felt like a hesitation in the moment uh, last week it felt like a hesitation well let me say this too and i didn't like, re- people didn't have the benefit of seeing what you looked like i did though <laughs> and, and that brings me to this point and i didn't i didn't really want to mention it on the podcast i really didn't but i will say i will say that jeff and lance they kind of put me on the spot they kind of did they kind of did they kind of put me on the spot they kind of came out. They put me right on blast for me to, and everybody's like, "Yeah, you got to answer right now. You got to answer. What's your answer? What's your answer?" And uh, I didn't really like that, to be quite honest with you. I thought they could have done that a little bit better, but uh, but that's I still I still respect them. They're still great men. But so uh, leave the door open. Is I, negative. It's I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna give props to Rob in the moment too. This is and we had Kyle come on. Because of uh, because of the the hiring and then hire, and in that hiring, I think if Kyle wasn't in the room, his answer might not be the same. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I think I think Kyle put the pressure on to at least not say anything at the yeah, time. So I can see that. Kudos to Rob for hiring Kyle behind. Him, yeah, without, <laughs> Brad's back without Brad knowing. <laughs> You guys, that pressure on it. you guys make such a big deal out of that, and you know that's 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 nothing. That's that's it, just. I, I believe Levi was correct. It was something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was something, but it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it you was know, no, something. No sweat off my my brow. All right. So, anything else, guys? Um, who's making the playoffs? Who do you think? Levi, we're kind of like. Brad, I know he's going to pull for him, so I, gonna, and I understand that. Yeah. Uh, who do you think's going to get in? So, not who you hope, but who do I think's going to get in? I, yeah. I'm. Who do I hope or who do I think is going to get in? Both. Both. Who do you hope? I think it's going to be. Hurt some feelings. I, uh, my brain is saying Derek and Joe. Uh, my heart is saying Derek and Amanda. Family and the Alliance. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're one and the same. I don't know. Uh, I don't. So you think Derek's, you believe he's in whether your heart tells you or your brain tells you. I'm pretty you. Sh- yeah. Okay. I think I think even if he loses, there's enough there that he could get through, through that tiebreaker. And if he wins outright, I think he, he just objectively has the best chance. There's enough scenarios that happen and he's at the top of it. Gotcha. Yeah, I um, think probably Jeff and Derek. That's probably the most likely is Jeff and Derek. 
Uh, yeah, that's probably the most likely. I think it'll be Brad and Jeff. If like, just based on, I can't keep all that scenario stuff in my head, but I feel like their teams are good and they're playing good in the best time. And Derek, I think his team got worse at the wrong time, which his team's good. I, you know, there's ebb and flow to everybody's team yeah. of when they're good and when they're not. Uh, like that, that's kind of the scenario you're you're looking at those. Uh, so it's Jeff versus Amanda and Brad versus Derek. You're kind of picking the two winners of that one. Yeah. And you're just gonna assume that Joey and Rob loses to me and uh, Lance. Lance. Even that, though I, that, I did, which I did pick Joey. Like it's it's different being now that I know what I said. Yeah. Like in the pick in now all the the playoff scenarios. I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked that any of them get in. Right, you know? it, it could be just some, uh, a log jam. I just, I guess, I'm saying I think the two best teams currently outside of the playoffs are Jeff and Brad, and that would make the most sense to me in my, in my mind that they get in. Uh, I think the other teams are are trending in the at the wrong time. You know, if they had a couple, if there's a couple more weeks out, maybe, you know, like a lot of them just need one win. You know, like they can just end yeah. the streak. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right, and it can change on a dime. Uh, I would not be shocked. I think Derek. Obviously, it's hard to go against 75 percent chance of getting the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, and I, I did. I didn't say. I only say Derek's chance is 75 percent. Uh, Jeff has a 54 percent chance. Uh, Brad has a 32 percent chance. Joey has a 15 percent chance. Rob seven, and Amanda 18. It's weird. Your percentages are different than mine. Not- Just by a point. Some of them, not all of them. It's weird. Maybe it maybe it changed over. Maybe so they set their lineup. It, it does change over the week. I have this in my spreadsheet, but maybe it has changed. Someone might have adjusted their lineup, and I haven't refreshed mine or maybe something. Maybe on the points here. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. So it's it, it has updated. Uh, yeah. So Jeff has a fifty five percent chance. Brad has a thirty one percent chance. Joey fourteen. Move down a point. Rob moved down a point to six, and Amanda stayed at eighteen. Right. So, who do you think is getting an honest opinion? If you could, I know it's going to be hard. No, I, I honestly, I, I do think, uh, I do think I'm going to win, and I do think, I do think Jeff's going to win. So, I think, I think me and Jeff will probably get in. Uh, is there a chance? Did you say there was a chance me and Rob could make it in? Um, probably not. Um, yeah, I. I I, di- I didn't weigh that one out, but um, I I know I, that Rob has tiebreakers against you, and you two would be towards the bottom. If that if uh, I think you would need Amanda we would both to be, have to we would both have to jump Derek, right? So you would yeah you winning you would be tied with Derek, and you probably need Jeff to lose, so you'd be tied with Amanda and Joey. So like at that point, it probably that would go to points between Derek would get the five spot and then it would go to points between you, Joey and Amanda. And you, this is a chance you might be able to get in there. But, but Jeff, uh, Brad and Rob, Rob can't, I don't think Rob can get in okay. just based on how many points he has. Like right. he, if that, if that happens, you, you're all automatically tying with Derek. And then that person has to beat Derek in either a matchup or points. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or you you would have to jump Derek in points, I guess, and then Derek would have to. But there's a guarantee that one of the alliances are going to have 
someone at both ends. Is there? I guess there's good. There's a good chance. I mean, if Joey, if it's Joey and Derek, then no. Right. Unless you're counting your alliance. No, we don't have an alliance. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> well, then and you, Joe. you guarantee it, though. <laughs> you Derek huh? and Joe. You just guaranteed it. Why? Well, Three clowns. Would, well, if it's Derek and Joe, then like that would just be your alliance. That would have been my total my alliance uh, non tag team from back two weeks ago. They would all be in, so I'd be, you know, proud of that. But that would like be historically, historically speaking, you know, I would pull for them. But I think you and Amanda getting in, or Brad and Rob. Well, Brad and Rob can't get in, so but right. the, the well, Union Brothers can get in. So it could it could be Jeff yeah. or Amanda. I don't think uh, I you know crazier things have happened, but I don't I, I I don't think that Brad and Rob can get in. No, I don't think they can. So. Okay. Probably Look, be me and Jeff. Now. Yeah. It looks to be an exciting Sunday for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, that'll do it for the mailbag. So, uh, everybody set your lineups. Tune in Sunday. All right. Chaos Fantasy Dirtbags. We've made it to the end of the road of the regular season. And this Sunday promises to be a memorable one as six teams are vying for just two playoff spots meaning that four fantasy dorks are going to be flushed down into the abyss, otherwise known as the toilet bowl. The podcasters would like to wish everyone the best of luck because you're all going to need it, especially Derek. But in the meantime, set your lineup, put a helmet on, and always remember, nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.